0: Underrated, underrated, underrated. Underrated favorites. This is underrated favorites. I feel like this is some people's favorite parts. I had one of my coworkers told me like it came on automatically because she followed us because I mentioned it at work and she was like, yeah, it started. And I was like, oh these people have nice voices. And then I realized it was you, Dominique. (laughs) So shout out, shout out to Summer (laughs) if you're still listening. Um. But hello, everyone. Welcome to Underrated Favorites, movies you might have missed. I am Meek. I am Rooster. And it's just us today on this podcast. We take a look at movies that are not technically cult movies, uh, but they're 10 years or older. And we feel Gotta for some them. reason they uh, didn't get their quite, they didn't get their shine. Yeah. Uh, so we revisit, rewatch. And uh, re-examine, figure out what happened. If you're unfamiliar with the film that we're talking about this week, we do a brief spoiler-free rundown, talk about some stats, and uh, then we let you know, hey, we're about to get into the spoilers, and then we spill the beans. So to jump into the spoiler-free section, Roost, would you like to tell the people what movie we're talking about yes
1: indeed now that Nicolas Cage month is over we are back to our regular analysis of undervalued cinema this week we check out The Wedding Date maybe we'll figure it out (laughs) we'll (laughs) We'll figure it out Uh, quick uh, breakdown of the film The Wedding Date is a 2005 rom-com directed by Claire Kilner and stars Deborah Messing of Will & Grace fame Dermot Mulroney of Young Guns 1 and 2 fame or didn't? No, he died in one. Sorry, It's spoiler if you didn't. See Young <laughs> Spoiler Gums. alert. And, uh, Jack <laughs> Davenport. Uh, the film co-stars Sarah Parrish, Amy Adams, early Jack, Amy Adams, yeah, and Jeremy Sheffield. Uh, in the wedding date, Deborah Messing plays Cat Ellis. Cat mm. hires a male escort, Nick Mercer, uh, played by Mulroney, to pose as her boyfriend at her sister's wedding. Cat's sister's fiance's best man is also Cat's ex-fiance. Say that six times fast. Uh, The hijinks ensue as the sex lies and messiness fly like the wedding bouquet. This movie had a budget of 15 million dollars. Made 47.2 at the box office.
0: More than double. Yeah, yeah
1: pretty good pretty good uh it has a 6.1 on imdb and 11 percent on rotten tomatoes and as of streaming or as of uh this poding right now uh it is streaming available on netflix until the end of july so uh before we kind of go and talk it uh through uh we like to rank these movies so dominique why don't you give us a breakdown on the rank system
0: so our ranking system is as follows: at the tippy top we have the underrated favorite <laughs> That's right. Uh, the movie is elite and more people need to see it. Uh, one step down, we have The Good But Slept On. So, this movie is uh, its great. It just doesn't deserve to be an underrated favorite. Uh, and the reason why it probably didn't catch fire is there were just like better movies out at the time. Oh, yeah. But definitely worth a watch. Um, then, in the middle, we have Historically Mid. Yeah, so, like, it's a solid movie, but there are, you know, reasons, shrug, for why it didn't catch on. Yeah. Um, and then, second from the bottom, we have a good, bad movie. Yeah. So the movie's bad. But uh, for some, they just really like it and they like watching it and telling other people to watch it. Yeah. And then at the very bottom, we have a certified flop. Yeah. yeah, yeah movies all in out bad. And uh, that's why no one's watching or talking about it. And there's nothing else to say, mm-hmm. uh, even though we might say more on the pod. Uh, so, Roos, let's jump into your ranking. Where do you put the wedding date?
1: I'm coming in hot on this one. All right. I love a good wedding rom com. I I genuinely do. My best friend's wedding, uh, The Proposal, uh, just a lot of them. For this one, I'm coming in as a certified flop. Wow. This movie is a hot pack
0: of ass. Wow. And we'll get into the why of it all,
1: but uh, (laughs) it does have some, it has like some mild, bright spots. Uh, but overall no I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is a dud and there's a reason I, I, I just saw it for the first time and I was curious because I was like I think I'd always seen it and I thought I had maybe watched it like I think I'd, I'd always seen the cover like it's always usually on Netflix or Hulu or something and so I was like I think I've seen it that one it does rotate yeah and it kind of gets like blended in with some of the other wedding movies because actually I thought it was the other one with the guy Patrick Duffy I think or uh,
0: Dempsey Dempsey
1: yeah I actually thought I, w- that was the one we were going to watch. And I was like, because that one's my best friend's wedding or my.
0: That's like Man of Honor or something yeah, like Man that. Yeah, Man of Honor.
1: Yeah. I thought like it was weird. it was like some Man of Honor. And then I was very, very uh, disappointed at this one. But I blame uh, the people who made it. So how do you rank it, Dominique?
0: So. I rank this movie, so it's so complicated. It's okay. Just I what's in your heart. I love this movie. That's fine. Like, but because this is a pod, I have to, and I've asked you, you this. You don't have
1: to be objective.
0: Like, do I love the movie? Does me loving the movie make it a good movie and I feel like this is one movie that I always feel like is better like in my memories than when I'm actually watching it and then I was like oh like, but I still like every time I romance it back in my mind and it just like but it's also complicated shit that I hope no one in my family is listening to this (laughs) because I'm gonna get into Um, but yeah so I'm gonna say this is a good bad movie like I can understand that it's not a good movie it's not. I disagree with you that it's it's not a it's not a certified flop because it's just like it's one that you can hop in and out of. Does it make sense? Are there inconsistencies? Absolutely. No and yes, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Like
1: because there's love in the air.
0: There's love in the air, and the ending sucks, but there's a hint of comeuppance, and there's British people, and yeah, that's all We're you need. For- that. all right so that's the end of our spoiler free section <laughs> this is your last
1: chance to go catch it on netflix or if you want to hang out and catch uh, us breaking it down before you watch it uh we're about to rewind and pause all right so personally speaking dominique uh do you want to defend your ranking first or should i just flame it and then let you cook Actually, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> I, I will say there are some things that are bomb about this film. I know you don't like her, but I th- this is one of Amy Adams' first movies. I think she's actually the only person who's bringing acting prowess to the project. Um,
0: I guess it's real easy to act like a selfish bitch.
1: <laughs> spicy. Um, but I think there's another movie about a male sex worker... Helping the lives of people that I just think was actually better. And that's Deuce Bigalow, Mel gigalow. Uh, Stop. I'm so oh serious. Oh, my gosh. So much of this movie's plot hinges on the fact that Dermot Mulroney is Deborah Messing's secret uh, at No, but escort. it really
0: doesn't because there's no, like, trying to reveal that or any—I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. You're doing—yeah. I'm doing the thing.
1: You're going to get time to cook. I, but, but I think the thing that bothers me is that, like— he's charming he wows the family and like that's great like that was what he was paid to do but it's also this weird thing where it's like he's very insightful because of i guess the amount of sex and women he's been with he just understands women on this deeper level well no
0: Um, i'm sorry did it again but (laughs) bro
1: it's okay it's it's because you're passionate about this film Um, But for me, I think if he was really that insightful, he would have seen Deborah Messing as a giant red flag, not falling in love, got the check, and bounced. And the trip to England, and that would have been it. Uh, And the family dynamics, I I think this is something we talked about when we watched the movie. I think that the family... Breakdown the fact that Amy Adams' character, her younger sister, is sort of looked at maybe more favorably than Deborah Messing. She's doted on more, but then it's also kind of like the bigger fuck up because she slept with Deborah Messing's ex fiance, and that's why he broke up their marriage uh, or proposal. And then you know is still getting married to her guy, who's also the best friend of Deborah Messing's ex fiance. I, I think that's the more interesting, compelling story. And they just kind of, they just kind of yada yada parts of it, um, and I really like the character of Tj. She was really cooking. I think she was the only real comedy relief in this rom com. Uh, and I know sometimes we said that it may just be like a romantic drama, yeah, uh, but it wasn't dramatic enough. Anyway, it just um, wasn't
0: enough of anything for you, basically. Basically,
1: it went- it's like I there's way better like marriage wedding movies that I will just rock. Like I, I, I do dig a good rom com. Um mm. but this one just doesn't have the meat and potatoes that I need. Uh now you can cook. Go on ahead. I get I I seed the floor.
0: So I will say that um like it's a trope. And but it's also like a trope for a reason and we kinda saw it with the takeoff of OnlyFans about sex workers knowing people because their business is people. So I think that's not something to be and like Like, that's was leaning into, like, that's why he's so introspective. That's why he's Mm -hmm. so insightful. It's just, like, that is part of the business. And I do think I want to give this movie kind of its flowers for being, like— an early movie like before it's time with not making like not demonizing the sex worker mm-hmm. it's not like the big reveal is the sister being a scumbag yeah. not him being a sex worker right. so <laughs> so <laughs> almost choked um but yeah so that's like I've like I that's why I like want to push back against like some of the things you said because I feel like it's important to say them because they are like big moving pieces for a movie of like at this time Mm. um my I love British people you do love British people it's like I don't think there's any way around it (laughs) I love British people You know what We might raise our kid As an expat Just like these girls Like If we don't work out I might go Marry some British man And move across The Atlantic And raise Whatever kids I take from you in And Cambridge as Shire expats yeah. yeah Like Cause that's basically Like they also skim over that Like the fact that Cat's not Like they're in England And everyone's British Except for the main characters yeah. <laughs> Um. <laughs> um but with that like I feel like if there's enough like everything's ridiculous even the things that are serious and I think that's something that you don't like about it but it's something that's endearing to me Mm -hmm. and then also endearing like I feel like the family situation is definitely like a dog whistle to like And I feel like—and that's the reason why it's kind of, like, I also don't understand, like, why you don't get it. Like, it's the situation where, like— You're the oldest And like You respond Like you're the one Who's supposed to have Your life figured out And even when You are vastly Independent And do have Your life figured out Your younger sibling Gets pats on the backs And extra Like for shitting On themselves Like literally Not doing anything good Not doing anything With them lives But like Mm. It's so much Sunshine Rain down on them Even though you you work like so hard to make your parents proud. Like and then on top of they, one thing that they layer throughout the movie is just like on top of her parent, like her, the mother clearly like taking her wedding speech to talk shit about the sister whose wedding it isn't even like the mother is terrible. And like. Even taking that out, like, you, like, notice that it's layered in that even having the parents shine isn't enough for this bitch. She wants to take her drink at the bar instead of getting a drink from the bartender. She has to sleep with her fiancé. Like, she slept with her sister's fiancé, like... She like she and they even layer in like this has been going on since they were children. They used to be so close, but then uh and then Amy Adam cups in to tell the story. Well, he used to like to walk home uh cat, but then he said I was prettier and ever since cat just has a problem with me. And it's like, oh, so this is like this is a pattern of behavior that they layer throughout the movie. This is but, the Dr.
1: Phil section of the show right now.
0: No, but I'm saying like No, but I hear you bro like it's like it's just like you like how and that's why it goes back when you say like she's the only one acting it's like yeah like acting like a bitch and that's really easy like
1: wait Mm, yes but yes the problem i think for me in this movie is deborah messing and dermot Mulroney. just they're so wooden like It's a
0: British movie. They're not
1: the Brits. They're the Americans. But the
0: the director is British. Well,
1: she fucked up. I mean, that and that's what goes to my. That's what goes to my point. (laughs) Yeah, someone fucked up on this film. I think. I think. I think it, it's this thing where Dermot Mulroney is so, and I and I and I'll say this. I he really is so dig, charismatic yeah, with
0: everyone. He's super charismatic, with, with,
1: except the chick who brought him. Well, no, like, I
0: don't think it's not. he's not charismatic. I just feel like she's so neurotic, you can't see it. Like well, you can't get back her neuroses. Like that's like, what
1: I mean. Is it's like you have yeah. this guy who's like trying to keep her stable by being this calming force and she's neurotic, but she's also like, Oh my gosh. I
0: feel like now that you're saying your problems with this, like specifically, Mm -hmm. I feel like this was a dog whistle for you.
1: Oh, I don't know about Isn't that. It? Oh no, no, I did not emotionally project never, onto this film. You no. never
0: been with some neurotic chicks that you tried to be a stabilizing force for. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Mm. Okay, but no, exactly. That's not, that's not what this is.
1: Uh, so I, let's key in on something specific. What is something key bomb uh, about this film that you like? Because I don't have much outside of Amy Adams, who you hate.
0: Really? Nothing else?
1: I mean, it's cool. Like I, I like I, I would honestly say if this was a movie that was just on in the background, I wouldn't be mad at it. But I would I wouldn't.
0: No, okay, like it's like I get it. It makes me sad because like I said, every time I like every time I see it, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the wedding date. It's back. I wanna watch it. I remember it. Fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. Ah, they fall in love. Yeah. Like, but then I watch it and it's like, oh, like it sounds good.
1: Yeah. But then,
0: again, but every time I see it, next time I see it, I'm going to be like, baby, but, let's watch. But I think that's
1: that's also what's key to, like, our podcast and being an underrated favorite is that, like, it, it is there some of these movies that, like, live in our memory in, like, such a sweet way that, like, you go back and you're like, oh, yeah, like, The Toxic Avenger's not that good. Yeah. Like, it's a, yeah, it rings off in the hearts of the few people who I really am the
0: few f- here. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and- and And I I think what doesn't work for me is, like I said, I think this was this weird time in 2005 where they were really trying to push, like, these adult rom-coms, but they were really Mm. out of sync with, like, adults. Like,
0: older adult rom-coms, because that's another thing. Like, this is a, like, mid-30s rom-com where all the rest of the rom-coms, like, sprinkled around it are younger, and so it makes more sense for, like, the people to be such a mess because they're early 20s and now it's like i know that's a comment that you said it's like how is this bitch 35 and is still this like wound up like how has she not found her stride at 35 and so i know that's kind of
1: (sighs) and this was also that era where like you had the jennifer anderson rom-coms the jennifer lopez rom-coms like they were really working hard to like f- perfect the sauce and so there's some banger rom-coms from this era you know
0: what they don't like sauce in britain <laughs> i know they don't that's why
1: their food tastes bland uh but what doesn't work for you? I mean, I guess we kind of hit it. Like I don't. I feel
0: like we don't need to go into the what works, what doesn't work. We kind of just because honestly, about this it. is a film
1: that I don't think deserves like a f- humongous flaming. Well, it
0: doesn't. Just, it just is what it yeah. is. You either like it or you don't. It's like baked beans. Like there's no one who can say baked beans are like disgusting. Right. It's just like either they're like really your jam and you really like them, or it's like uh, okay, they're those are the, here. That's a side. You know. So. Jump in, I don't think there was anything overly no. problematic in this. And actually,
1: I, I, to your point, I will say, like, they did, they were ahead of, like, having a positive sex uh, worker sort of perspective. And I do completely agree. The fact that, like, her secret with him being a sex worker, never getting revealed meant like, or
0: not I mean like it did get revealed he told people people just thought he was joking like mm-hmm. but like it wasn't like um it wasn't the scandal it wasn't yeah. the scandal right. you know like I, I think that it was wasn't good. like a pretty woman where like the whole storyline yeah. revolves around being saved Yeah, like
1: and then as far as diversity is white as hell but well, it's, they're, they're also literally in literally the English countryside
0: English. Yeah. with only their family
1: to the, to the white capital of the world yeah. um, so what could have helped this film
0: you're the one who thinks it needs help. You tell I, us.
1: I think. I think some recasting. I think. Somewhat. You really
0: didn't like Deborah Messing. Like, did you not like the character, or did you not like her acting? I think.
1: I think it was her acting. I think oh. I might have liked the character better if there was like a different. I think. I think. Maybe a Jennifer Aniston, like that's kind of a big ask. But a Jennifer
0: Aniston of now or no, Jennifer back then. then? Okay, then. Yeah,
1: she was too um, young then. Maybe Courtney oh. Cox. I don't know. Oh no. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't know who it would have been. But it, it, you, she, who would it
0: be now if it was a remake? How would you cast it to make it better?
1: Jennifer Lawrence is a good pick, I think. Um, I know. I feel you like don't...
0: she's too heavy. I feel like she leans too much into like comedy.
1: True, true, true.
0: For it to be like the drama that yeah. it is.
1: Um, that's a good question. Who do I think would it Amy be? Amy Adams. Actually, I was thinking, <laughs> she's like, yeah. old enough
0: now to be the sister. She could be the mom. She even stole her red hair. She
1: did. Uh, Amy what you Adams just to be a
0: blonde. Just throwing it out there.
1: True facts. What do you think could help this?
0: Um. See, that's the thing. I think it, it, it works. For it, what is it is what it is. Yeah. Like yeah. I will say, like, oh, um, I feel like Amy Adams should have been left at the end. Like, I know we talked on our last pod about like one thing y'all really liked was Nick Cage getting his comeuppance I really like people getting their comeuppance and You're Amy really big Adam- on
1: justice. You are like the dark knight. Yeah.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah. You care about justice. <laughs> no, like swear to God. Like it's it's amazing. <laughs>
0: whatever I'm saying that I feel like it's like this, you know, one thing that this movie taught young Dominique is that men, like it made me disgusted with men.
1: Oh, we did and talk that,
0: about that. Um, it made me feel like I was like, oh, like men really don't care. Like men really don't care if like their partners are terrible fucking people. How could you know that your fiance? the person you're about to marry and tells you right before she walks down the aisle that she slept with your best friend while he was engaged to her sister mm-hmm. right before y'all started dating and still fucking marry her. Bad. Like, how do you do that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, I really feel like even if they got back together later, like, that would have been better. Like, but for him to turn around and be like, well, I love her. Like, it was just like, wow, men really don't care if like they really be with these terrible fucking people. Like men are disgusting mm. like that's yeah. and that was a hard for you know a young Dominique to <laughs> you know maybe that's why I didn't have serious relationships for a while and I didn't want to date because I was disgusted by penis people. So but anyway well, this, this jumping is into <laughs>
1: react and this is the part where we uh, we look at some of the uh, you know the writing of this film but I think for this one there I was think a main it's one. all
0: heaters from the yeah nick mercer is his character name and so he's like basically like giving insight to everyone so that's basically and i hope some of these quotes ring off into your heart so um
1: i think i'd miss you even if we never met trash
0: no but i bet that line has worked. i bet that line yeah, has no, fucking that's worked. definitely worked um, on someone um i'd rather fight with you than make love with anyone else trash I bet it's worked, though. It's got 47 thumbs up on IMDb. (laughs) Yeah,
1: from the 47 Uh people who watch this movie constantly. Uh, See,
0: this one. Oh, I should warn you. You know those families where everyone's out of their minds, but at the end of the day, they're your family, so you love them? Mine's not like that. I love my dad, but since he's my stepdad, he's technically not family. More like a hostage. Dog whistle. That's all I'm going to say. Dog whistle <laughs> again from
1: Nick Mercer. The hardest thing is loving someone and then having the courage to let them love you back. But if you know the, her shit and she knows yours, and at the end of the day, it would uh, if you would still rather give uh, up than try, nothing ever is going to be worth it. Maybe think about it this way: you you go back you get some you, uh, This is. Like oh my gosh away. you are
0: murdering this you just go delete back that. you get to spend the rest of your life having really great makeup sex this is what he's telling to the guy who just found out like it's just like and, and it wasn't
1: just like one time like they were no they literally
0: were constantly cheating Boning. like on her sister's fucking like fiance. Oh, yeah, this, is a, this, is, the, this, is, this quote, is a big quote. And this is a big quote. And this some, is
1: something that we wanted to, like, kind of extrapolate some some questions yeah, from. Because
0: I feel like this is something, like, I don't think you were paying attention to the movie so much when I, and then I asked you about this quote. And you were like, oh, yeah, I agree with that. And then later on, you were like, oh, no, I don't agree well, with the way." Well, it's because I think
1: the writing is bad. And then so, I was like, oh, it's just bad writing. But so the there's quote, a scene where Deborah <laughs> Messing... Uh, and Nick Mercer in the hotel and Deborah is kind of saying that she has bad relationships and she can't find love. And it's always that's been. that's not up. what
0: the scene was. So the scene was they just got to their hotel and she pulls out the article because she found him yeah, from yeah. a magazine article about escort work. And so one this is from uh his quote in the article, and so as they're getting ready and changing from uh, coming off the flight, she like starts asking him questions about the article, uh, and so this is a quote that he had in the article that she uh, asked him about. The quote is: "Every woman has the love life that she truly wants," and then she goes into saying, "I'm miserable." Like. Do you think I really want to be this miserable and, and hung yes. up? And she says yes. And he says yes. And it's like, because if you didn't be, if you didn't want to, you wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And Rooster agreed with that. So extrapolate.
1: Uh, Actually, yeah. No, I do think, I think, and it's not just women. I think that's the the kind of rom-cominess of it is that it's sort of put in the lap of women to sort of have to answer for this. But I do, in, in many ways, think that people have the love lives that they want because it's there. there's people who uh, they, if they're not happy with themselves, if they're, if they're, you know, if there's other things that are bigger on their plate, I think jamming a love life on top of that sometimes becomes chaotic. And then they just kind of like look at it as a character flaw in themselves. And I think that's what he's basically saying is it's like, yeah, like if you want to just be miserable and like, you know, not really out there looking for love, like that's okay. You grieve. And then you eventually, when you're ready, then you go bust that move. And I kind of see it like that. It's like, yeah, like, you know, you're, you're, you have to take it serious. And you know, people define what name. love is when they're ready yeah, to. N- nothing. Not Amy even Adams. Amy. Oh,
0: of course. Uh, yeah. What's on a pedestal um, for you? So, what good-hearted English folk.
1: Good-hearted English folk. I'll like, ride with uh, that.
0: Dermot Maroney. Wait.
1: No, you're right. That's, That's the right, right one? one? Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Dermot Maroney's character, Nick Mercer, like, after him and Kat have the fight in their, like, big um like the They're reveal happens they have their fight thing he's like looking to like get away go back go to the airport or something like the fucking groom comes up and is like oh chap don't no, what do you think you're doing where are you walking take my car yeah and then he's like what good british people and then he's like you know what don't stay even worry house. about it stay in the house <laughs> yeah
1: Good British
0: people. Yeah, just like oh, that's a, and I don't even think that's a British people thing. I think that's a country people thing. Could be like, or like the good country people, not yeah. the,
1: not the Jason Aldeans
0: Yeah, not, not the. That was your British accent. I. Uh, you know what? You
1: know what? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. But we appreciate y'all. Uh, Hope y'all are all finding love And again, if you want to watch this You have until the end of July To catch it on Netflix Until it gets rotated somewhere else
0: Uh, This podcast is coming out after July though So why don't you just go ahead And go to your Google TV app And and search for it (laughs) It rotates very frequently And next week Coming soon On video and DVD Next week we we're gonna have the pomies over. That's right,
1: because we are doing tremors.
0: Yeah. So until then,
1: thank you all so much for listening. Follow I am us Roost. on. Oh. Who are you? <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: I'm Neat, but follow us on Instagram at Underrated Favorites Underrated Favorites, Gemini's Production. That's right. Thank and, you, everybody. Uh, yeah. Let us know what y'all Have thought of this movie. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Cheers. We'll talk to you later.